Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today we have a fun short story to continue the Southern Swamps adventure. But first I want to give a shout out to Alex and Ben from Illinois. I'm so glad you guys listen to the podcast and enjoy the stories. Alex and Ben have drawn some amazing pictures for the website. One of the pictures is of the tree beast in the moonlight, and another picture is of the tree beast chasing the girls Lucy and Holly. Now, Alex and Ben's vision of what a tree beast looks like is completely different from what I had in my head when I wrote the story. And I think I like their version of a tree beast a bit better. It's so cool. Thanks so much, guys, for those pictures. You can check them out on the website at kidstoriespodcast.com. Today's story is called The Rescue Mission Begins, and I hope you like it. While the kids are trudging through the swamps, all the grown-ups are assembling at the border. There were hundreds of people who had gathered to push through the swamps to save the kids. The entire Valley Town Dojo was there, Old Witch Tubes, Professor Pilsen and the students from the academy, the Ninjas of the Clown Dojo, the Southern Swamps Dojo, of course, Holly and Lucy's family and other people from the Green Forest. In fact, when they all arrived at the border of the swamp, even mysterious Mr. Max was there with his crew of bandits. "'What are you doing here, Max?' asked Momo. "'We're here on a rescue mission. This is no place for you and your gang of bandits.' "'I'm here to help, Momo,' said Max. "'I know if any of our kids were trapped in the southern swamps, "'you and the ninja would show up to help us get them back.' "'Oh, so you're a good guy now?' asked Momo. "'Oh, no, 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 no. Nope. Just for this specific mission. "'Then we will all go back to being criminals.' "'Deal?' "'Whatever.' "'Even though Momo didn't really like working with Max and his crew,' He knew they needed all the help they could get. Who knows all the madness they would have to deal with in the swamps? And there were some pretty tough guys in Max's crew. Stinky Pete, Smelly Ricky, Sweaty Jennifer, Clammy Al, Gross Melissa. They were the toughest and smelliest bandits in the entire valley. This massive group of over a hundred people, stood before the border of the southern swamps for a moment. It was intimidating and scary. Well, let's get started through there, said Tubes, pointing to a spot in the tree line. We'll hack our way into the swamps. Stay together and be quick. Everyone drew their swords and weapons and entered the swamp, hacking at the massive leaves and trees to clear a path for their group. Meanwhile, Farther north, up in the cave of the Red Dragon, we visit the Goblin Horde. In the weeks since the Red Dragon was defeated, the Goblin Horde had completely taken over the entire cave system of the Black Mountain. No one lived there now without their permission, and Steve the Goblin King ruled fairly, but with an iron fist. Now, many citizens of the Valley don't know this, but caves and tunnels are beneath every city and town. Goblins operate in the shadows to gather information and keep up to date on what's happening above ground. 
Today, one of the many goblin messengers visits Steve to deliver some news. Hello, Mike, said Steve, the goblin king. What's the news? Uh, yes, Steve, uh, important news, said Mike, Steve's most trusted messenger. Mike was clearly nervous. He was stumbling over his words and wringing his hands and fidgeting, not looking Steve in the eye. Uh, king Steve, some kids have gone missing. That's too bad, said Steve. Where'd they go? They lost beyond the southern swamps. Gone through a magic mirror and not come back yet, said Mike. Ooh, southern swamps, pretty dangerous. Hope they get back safe. Uh, Steve, interrupted Mike. It's kids from Academy. It's Tulsi and her sisters. Steve was speechless. Tulsi and her sisters had helped him get his crown back. And Tulsi was his first real friend. She took care of him when no one else would. He remembered how Tulsi had held his hand through these cave tunnels. He remembered how the girls had helped him get his crown back from that big, ugly frog goblin. The more he thought about Tulsi in danger, the angrier he got. His crown glowed green. His eyes glowed orange and red. He gritted his teeth. Mike took a few steps back in fear. Steve grabbed his king hammer and banged it on the ground once, twice, three times. Every goblin in the mountain, and even those all throughout the valley, heard the goblin king's crashing hammer. To the southern swamps, yelled Steve, holding the massive goblin king hammer over his head. All the goblins cheered in excitement, not really knowing what was going on, but willing to follow King Steve anywhere. Steve ran south through the tunnels, followed by the entire goblin horde. Word spread among the goblins, and soon every goblin in the valley would be rushing into the tunnels and caves under the swamps in search of Tulsi and her sisters. The End Thanks for listening to the Kids Stories podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's short episode. If you have a drawing that you would like to share, we would all love to see it. Have your adult help you email it to kidsstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.